1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On The Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Okay, Asif, throughout this pandemic, you, your industry, you know, you may have paused last spring, but since then, real estate is back in a big way, especially in the virtual space. Can you describe how you managed to pivot, and how many of those changes are, are, are going to stick around, do you think? You know, Tia, I was listening to this song on the radio this morning. It was uh, that song, Don't Call It Come Back. We've been here for years. And it really <laughs> does feel like that whole pause was just a dream or a nightmare because we're right back to where we started. And it's been awesome to see the pause, the pivot. Our agents contributed to, the you know, the turnaround they obeyed all the rules that the Ontario Real Estate Association and the Toronto Real Estate Board had set out for us. And it was just great to see them use the technology and the systems that we had in place to serve their clients in a safe and natural environment. So let's take us back down that road. Tell us about the technology that you used at the height of the pandemic and what's happening now. At the height of the pandemic, there was a lot of uncertainty. We didn't know what was going to happen with the market. There was a lot of speculation that the market would crash, people would lose jobs, and that we would be going into a recession led by the the failure of the housing market. And what we saw at the beginning was we had to still follow through and sell the properties that were on the market, find homes for buyers that had already sold their properties, And people started leaning on technology. So Zoom, I don't know how much the stocks of Zoom went up since the pandemic started, (laughs) but we were using FaceTime. I sold a condo that first weekend where the other agent showed the condo to his buyers on FaceTime. We did the paperwork electronically. The lawyers did their paperwork electronically. The mortgage broker did their stuff electronically. The entire deal was consummated from electronic systems. And people actually did not even step foot within the condo. They did not have to leave their home to sign any paperwork or apply for a mortgage. Everything was done virtually. It seems to be the way of the world these days. There's no doubt about it. You mentioned Zoom. Well, the owner of Zoom made the Forbes list this year, so you know he's doing okay. But in terms of the technology, is everyone on board in terms of agents and brokers and even some of the clients? They are, and it took a little while to get there. And you still have agents and brokers that are, you know, getting on the video bandwagon. I mean, if you think about where video was at the beginning of the pandemic and where it is now, people that were jumping onto video now, it seems like they're so 1990. Right now, virtual tours were really hot during the pandemic, and those evolved into 360 tours, We've taken those a step further with our own brokerage at Remax Prime Properties. And now we've got artificial intelligence contributing to our virtual tours so that we can sell things off of floor plans 
but it's like you're walking through an existing unit. Even though that these units won't be constructed for another two or three years, you can actually walk through those with us. And to take that even further, we can co-view these properties now. So people can be anywhere in the world taking a look at this property, and we will be right there beside them walking through this unit. So the technology has advanced so far just in the last six or eight months. It's unreal. Like if you would have told me at the beginning of the pandemic that, you know, if you would have said, Asif, your office will be selling pre-construction condos through artificial intelligence and virtual reality, 360 tours, and people will be able to walk through a unit that has not even been constructed and will not be for three years, you would have thought this is something out of the Jetsons, right? Mm -hmm. But we're doing it. And I think there are those of us who have a certain generation that are maybe intimidated by the technology. And are you saying that maybe AI, artificial intelligence, isn't really that daunting, that you will help us through it? It really isn't. And I'll give you an example. My parents are in their 80s, and I took it over to them to show them (laughs) what we were doing with these units. And it blew them away. Now, you would think they would be the first to say, I don't want anything to do with this. Just show me the floor plans. Tell me what it looks like. But they were right into it. They were walking around their family room with the goggles on and taking a look at these units. And we've seen that from everybody, everyone that we've introduced it to, builders, sales representatives, clients. They love it, and they can't wait for more. So AI is especially effective for those new construction homes, condos, that kind of thing? It is, and you can even use it for existing homes because you can virtually stage properties now to scale. So, you know, there's a lot of virtual staging programs out there because you got to think all of these people that own furniture, these staging companies, they don't want to put it in other people's houses and people don't want other people's furniture in their houses right now because of the COVID scare. But virtual staging is a great way to get around that. And with artificial intelligence, it really does help make that easier. It's great to have options for sure. Now, with restrictions opening up in Toronto, in York Region, across the province, are you are you scheduling more um, tours in person? Are folks going into homes and really kicking the tires? We've continued to take the serious people through homes. And what, what these tools allow us to do is weed out the people that aren't really interested. You see, you've got offer dates on all of these properties. And the first thing that we're doing is making sure people go through the high-res pictures, the virtual tours, the 360 tour, and make sure that this is a home that they actually want to go and visit. The other thing is there's no more bookings where you could overlap with people. So there's some homes that you may not even be able to get into. So if all of these people were out there looking at homes, there may be some homes that you can't get into because the time slots are all full for two or three days. So the virtual way of looking at things makes it a lot easier for you. You're always going to get into a home. And then if you're serious about it, then we'll book an appointment before the offer date, take you through, make sure it's exactly what you saw virtually, and then make that decision if you want to proceed with an offer. Are the days of the open house long gone? I don't think the open house will come back for a long, long time. Uh, Open houses basically were, it, it was just, you know, for the agents to try and generate more business from it. It doesn't really sell a home. There's about 1% of homes sell at open houses, maybe just less. 
So it was more for the agents themselves to showcase themselves, to showcase the property, but it wasn't a, t- a great way to sell properties. And now that we've been forced to do virtual open houses, I think the agents like that. And I, I think they're still able to showcase their services. They're able to showcase the home, what they do to the home to prep it. And it's done virtually. You reach a larger audience. You know, instead of having an open house for two hours and maybe getting seven or eight couples through or 20 couples through, now you're able to put it on Facebook or Zoom and maybe have three or 400 people watching. All righty, let's see what happens after the break. The rental market, a look back and what's ahead. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. On the Market is back. I'm Tina Cortez, and you're listening to 105.9 The Region. Over to Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties with today's guest. Tina, we've got Sharif Natu joining us once again. Sharif is the president of the Condo Management Group. Sharif, welcome back. Thank you for having me here. Sharif, there is a lot of questions about what is going to happen with the rental market in Toronto, and I'm sure your clients that you manage their properties for were scared. What were you telling them at the beginning of this pandemic about what to expect from rental values and tenancies? Yeah, so when when the pandemic hit, for the most part, we were okay until the government announced, uh, don't pay your rent, put food on the table first. And then that's when the chaos started for a lot of the landlords. So initially what happened was we had some tenants saying, hey, we're not going to pay rent because the government said so. And we had to correct a lot of, a lot of the tenants who came to us. And we, uh, we got requests for rent reductions. We got requests for... for um, for uh, terminating their leases, and we had to work with each tenant individually and understand their their personal situations and work towards helping towards a solution, as opposed to having a chaotic fight, especially because the landlord tenant board had shut down. So that was what it was like, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, or maybe in the middle of it. Where are we now? So where we've come from is there's been a lot of rent reductions and we've seen prices uh, drop anywhere between 15 to 25%, depending on the area. Uh, the hardest hit were condos downtown. And what we saw there was a lot of uh, international students leave um, the city. We had a lot of students go back home. Um, and now what we're seeing is that the market's actually shifting and we're seeing people go back towards downtown and go back to their normal uh, living conditions. Uh, it, it, we are we are still seeing prices uh, lower than they they were uh, pre-pandemic, but we are actually in the midst like this week seeing prices starting to edge up. And you know that's that's a great point, Sharif, because the we're, we're seeing the shift in residential resale as well, and you're starting to see people go back to areas that other people have left. So. Your investor clients, are they looking at some of these condo properties that have been for sale or have been sold, you know, knowing that the the rental market's going to bounce back and that, were they seeing that as an opportunity to pick up these properties and have them available for renters as the universities come back and as people start moving back to the core for work or even the Airbnb? I said, actually, that's a great question. So what we saw in 
November and December, as the prop, as the real estate market started to slow down, there were a few people with who were who were panic selling, and we saw some clients that wanted to sell their properties way below the average market price just because the panic had set in. However, we had the other savvy clients out there that said, "Hey, this is a great opportunity. Let's buy." And we had a few clients that went and aggressively bought properties because they knew that things would bounce back. Um, what we're seeing uh, now in the condo market is, you know, we, we saw, as you can see, as you saw that the, that the housing market shot up frantically from Jan- mid-January till now, and, and we're now starting to see the condo market bounce back as well from what happened in November and December. So this, this is always a trend when, the, when there's a market correction. It starts off with the housing market, and then the condo market follows. And what's going to happen come, you know, maybe this summer or this fall? Tina, that's also a good question, and I what I'm seeing right now is that as people are getting more vaccinated, are getting vaccinated, there's more security in the marketplace. So we're seeing uh, tenants who had left, for example, a downtown core, they're coming back to settle in so they can get a place before the tenant frenzy happens with the international borders opening up. Uh, you know, we're hoping that by September school will be starting, uh, people heading back to the office. So we're starting to see a lot of people start, and I, and I believe that some of the offices are saying, hey, by September, we're going to be back in office. Um, and for some families who we've noticed that are working from home, uh, their, their offices are telling them, hey, you guys can stay home, uh, work from home a couple days a week, it's no issue. And that's what's actually causing the suburban rental market to increase. So we saw uh, a correction in the condo market, but we saw uh, a growth in the in the housing market outside of, of the city. And, and Sharif, as we're talking about the borders opening up, the other thing that we have to realize is this is all domestic activity. These are all people that are, you know, in Canada or in Toronto that are, you know, buying, selling, renting these properties. When the floodgates open, and, and by that I mean when the borders open and the students start coming back, because I think U of T has already announced that they'll be going back to school, uh, York University, Ryerson, you're going to start to see all of these rental properties get scooped up. And we're already seeing bidding wars for rents. I mean, where do you see the rental price heading when everything starts to head back to the old normal? If you know, we've been talking about this for years, and we've been hearing from the world, uh, and you'll hear different things from IMF or World Bank or, or the government saying, there's a bubble, there's a bubble, there's a bubble. And we've always, as, as in our industry, said there isn't actually a bubble, there's a shortage of housing. And that's, that, you know, if we speak about the whole industry, in, in, especially in Ontario, we have a shortage of housing, and that's what's causing these prices to drive up. So when we go into the rental market, there's... There, right now, there's some, you know, if I look at the numbers right now, we're sitting at one and a half months inventory. So that means if no more properties came on the market for rent, all the rents would get scooped up in, in one and a half months. And so if you look back at, forget the condo market and the housing market, you look at what's happening with government housing. There's a, there's a significant shortage of housing even available to, for social housing. And we're, we're running out of space. Um, when I used to work on a community program, we learned that the city of Toronto had a 10-year wait list for senior housing. So going back to answer your question, in Ontario, we have a shortage of housing, and that's why there's been a big 
um, push for development, and that's why you're seeing more condos come up, more houses come up. And, you know, 17 years ago, you bought pre-construction cheaper than resale value. And now the builders have gotten smarter because the governments are saying, hey, guys, we need you to push, we need you to build more, we need you to build more. Now they're selling that future value, and they're setting the prices for the resale market. And so that's why right now with the rental market, there is, there is a shortfall because of the pandemic. However, post-pandemic, when those, those subgates open, prices are going to shoot up. And so for those people who have rented during the pandemic, they are all going to be subject to the rental guidelines. And rental guidelines are necessary. And, you know, we as, as property managers or rental management companies, we have a uh, – uh, we're double-sided with what the LTB is doing, the landlord dependent board, and that's, that's something we can discuss more if you have any questions. I wanted to ask you, you know, on last week's show, we spoke about a one-bedroom condo selling for a record price. At the other end of the spectrum, are rent prices then at an all-time low, and how long do you think that will last? I believe the the – the rental prices, the all-time low, we've now passed that time. So we're seeing now as of this month that rental prices are starting to increase. So we've already gone through the low period, which was around December and January, probably for the most part of February, and now we're seeing rental prices edge up more. And we're actually seeing more and more showings on our, on our properties. And, and Sharif, where do you see this heading as we you know, head to the midway part of the year, get your crystal ball out. Where do you see rents heading? Are we going to be back to pre-pandemic levels? Or is the demand so high right now that you anticipate we will be higher than pre-pandemic levels? Crystal ball answer, I believe, to get back to pre-pandemic prices, we're probably going to see it towards the, uh, the end of this year. So, starting October, November, is when they're going to start seeing those prices. And that's because of the subject. Great, Sharif. Always great to have you on the show. If our listeners want more information about the condo management group and the services that you provide for investors, how do they get a hold of you? They can call us at uh, 416-274-1513. They can email us at info at cmgtoronto.com or take a look at our website at cmgtoronto.com. Awesome. Thanks so much. And we look forward to getting you on again and uh, getting an update from the Condo Management Group. Thanks for the opportunity, Arthur. When we come back, your questions and the hot listing. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. And the first one comes from John in Richmond Hill. He's noticing more for sale signs in his neighborhood. Does that mean there are more choices for buyers out there? And what's the idea behind the coming soon signs? Asif? Great questions, John. And yeah, there are more listings coming on the market. You see, there was people kind of in a holding pattern 
during the lockdown, the stay-at-home order. They didn't want people coming through their homes, so they were just in a wait-and-see mode. And what we're seeing now is all of these people, they still want to sell this spring and they want to move before school starts, so they're putting their homes on the market. And that's typically March and April real estate. So this is the traditional time when people do get their homes ready Curb appeal is getting a little bit better with the snow melting and people are doing their gardening over the next week or so and it'll start to look nice and pretty for uh, people coming to see their houses. So perfect timing for that and we had anticipated this to happen and it's a welcome change because this will put some ease to those crazy prices that people were getting during the pandemic and you know, especially early on January and February because there was no competition. As for the coming soon sign, this is going to alert people in your area that there's a listing coming. Usually people will put a coming soon on while the house is getting ready to present. And, you know, during the period where they're getting their pictures taken, their videos created, you'll see a coming soon sign out there just to draw some attention. So if there is competition in the area, you throw up a coming soon sign to say, hey, hold on, in case you're looking in this area, we're going to be on the market very soon and you may want to just hold off on putting an offer on something else if you like our house. All right, our next question comes from Jessica in Thornhill. How do I begin a search for a home my family and our elderly parents need? What advice do you have to begin? Again, another great question, Jessica. So what you want to do is you want to identify what your absolute needs are and then have a list of your wants. Your absolute needs, if you're moving in with elderly parents, Maybe that you need a walkout basement or a main floor bedroom with a bathroom. Once you identify everything that you want, then talk to your realtor, and that's where we come in, and we can set up proper searches for you, identify you know, what types of homes you may want to buy. Maybe your prelim- preliminary search starts with bungalows, two stories, maybe some bungalows thrown in just for you to get uh, a look and feel of what those spaces would be like to make it comfortable for your parents and the rest of your family. And once we do that, then we can narrow it down to area, narrow it down to the size of the home, and get you started on, you know, the proper search. Now, if you're looking for a multifamily home, should you be open to a larger home, perhaps, or to maybe invest in renovations if necessary? Yeah, again, great uh, great possibility, especially if you have a a walkout basement that's unfinished or you want to change it into, you know, a, a secondary suite for your parents, your elderly parents, because then they don't have to worry about stairs. They'll have their kitchen down their bathroom, and it's an all-encompassing space for them just as they would have a, a condo or a bungalow somewhere else. You may also want to look at some of the executive homes. I mean, a lot of larger homes have been selling for this purpose because with people working from home and schooling from home, they needed more space and they were unable to see their parents for three, four, five, six months and they just decided, you know what, we're just going to sell our house, sell our parents' house, move into a larger home so we can all be together. So if anything happens like this again, we're not going to go, you know, three to six months without seeing our parents. And we've seen a lot of that. And, you know, that that caused the big move from the downtown core to the 905 was the larger family homes and, you know, turning those into multifamily homes. Asif, if our listeners have additional questions and want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? 
can, they can contact me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Okay, time now for this week's hot listing. What have you got for us? We've got an incredibly priced starter home. Three bedrooms, three bathrooms. It's a townhouse, open concept, main floor, garage access. Patio doors walk you out to a fenced backyard. The bedrooms, all three bedrooms are a great size. And guess what this would be priced at, Tina? I have no idea these days. (laughs) (laughs) It's under $700,000. And when we're talking about average price being over a million, this is a welcome site to see. This is going to make a lot of first-time buyers very happy. I mean, you're going to get multiple offers on this place too, right? So I think, uh, you know, it'll still be a great value for whoever buys it. The, the home is just fabulous. It's all been done. The, the stainless steel appliances really stand out in the gorgeous kitchen finished basement so you have more living space you know kids can do their schooling down there you can have your home office down there it's freshly painted the garage even has cabinets for storage everything's been done just move right in and it's a great deal it's in east willenberry it is nine hamel heights and at 679.9 this is probably the best deal in york region right now and where can listeners get more information on this property you know, they can get more information by calling Steve Fleming, and Steve can be reached at 416-435-8311. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.